multi-asset funds are becoming interesting because some of the funds are posting very impressive returns. Not only that, these are the, this is the only leftover category which will still get the indexation benefit. Hello and welcome to Investors Hangout. This weekly interaction to help you learn and understand savings and investment issues is brought to you by Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund and Value Research. Now, multi-asset allocation funds invest in at least three different asset classes with a minimum allocation of 10% to each one of them. By doing so, they basically allow investors access to multiple asset classes under one roof without having to worry about asset allocation and rebalancing on their own. But is that reason enough for you to invest in them? We'll talk about that in today's episode. Stay tuned. Multi-asset funds are a kind of fund which combines the attributes of different things, uh, diff different asset classes. Uh, as you know, we generally keep talking about equity fund and equity happens to be, tends to be more volatile. Every day the market opens and the price goes up and down. Likewise, debt has an understandable character depending on the interest rate, depending on the coupon of a bond, the price goes up and down depending on, you know, the outlook of interest rate and the quality of a bond. Then gold prices, there are commodities and other things which actually keeps going up. Now in India, it is possible to have a real estate trust or a, you know, invit, investment trust. Uh, these are kind of assets which are possible. So if there is a fund which is not an equity fund, which is not a debt fund, but combines different, different kind of assets in a single fund, and by doing this, uh, the character of that fund changes because when a fund invests in equity fund, it is very much linked to the equity, uh, you know, the equity market in general. Uh, if it is investing in a particular sector, uh, equity of a particular sector, we know what it is. If it invests in a certain kind of debt fund, we know it is. But the moment you combine equity and debt uh, or gold in a, in a single thing, in, a, in, a, in one fund itself, it gets the attributes of gold, it gets the attributes of equity, it gets the attribute of uh, the, uh, you know, the equity, debt and gold. And the combination of the attributes in a single fund, uh, it makes it a very unique cocktail, you know, it becomes a very distinct thing. So that is how, you know, the character of a fund changes completely. Uh, when a fund is a combination of multiple things, it's no longer one. And depending on how much of it is invested in each, uh, it changes and it changes the experience of an investor completely. Multi-asset funds have come into come to become prominent in the last few years, but they have existed in some form or the other in the last 10-12 years. And looking at return, the multi-asset funds have given a return of little over 10% in the last 10 years, which is uh, which is okay, which is little more than what fixed income would have earned you uh, or maybe reasonably more than fixed what fixed income will earn you but uh, compare that with you know aggressive hybrid fund which will be allocating a quarter of its money to e to fixed income three-fourths into equity and will keep a static or may maybe about this much allocation that has given about 35 percent more 13.62 percent and when we look at the sensex return total return index from of sensex vari variant of index that is 14 and a quarter so this is the pecking order, 14.26, hybrid funds giving 13.62, multi-asset allocation funds have given 
deep funds tend to be less volatile than the aggressive hybrid funds simply because uh, they have less equity equity adds to the volatility but you know one should understand that volatility is not risk when you know asset prices go up and down so that is the academic definition that if something goes up and down more often that is considered risk but the real risk is uh, when you lose the capital and uh, and the, you know the permanent nature of that capital loss and that is something which uh, i would disagree with in a moderate way but yes if we think that volatility is the risk then aggressive hybrid funds tend to be more volatile than these multi asset fund but we should also look at the asset allocation those funds have 75% equity and these funds typically have 50 to 55% into equity going by the kind of allocation they have maintained so far in the last 5 7 years there is an interesting tax advantage created for these funds uh before this the previous union budget uh there was a tax law tax rule which said that uh, debt funds will get indexation benefit and the rule of this indexation benefit was uh debt funds were defined as a fund with over 65% into into fixed in, into debts into bonds and remaining in equity so those funds will were getting that benefit you hold it for 3 years you will get the indexation benefit indexation benefit was the return over and above the inflation was taxable and uh, all if you if the, if your fund fund was earning just as much as the in, as the inflation and inflation as defined by the tax authorities every year in the budget the cost inflation index is disclosed uh, is announced so if you so so the amount of tax you had to pay was only over and above the inflation that, that so that used to re reduce your tax liability substantially and now that is gone uh if you invest in a bond fund all the returns that you get from a bond fund is taxable and it is taxable in the year in which you realize it so all the returns that you get is added to your income exactly the way it happens for bank deposit the interest income is taxable it is added to your income and you and you pay the tax depending on the tax bracket you fall in here is a very interesting thing that has been created equity is taxed in a different way and the definition of equity is 65% and more in domestic equity the definition of fixed income debt fund is 65% and more in debt now here is a fund which is less than 65% into equity less than 65% into debt so these funds are going to get the benefit of non equity fund and uh, they will get the indexation benefit if you hold it for 3 years so just based on the merit of tax you know if if you are a conservative investor want to invest in equity and uh, you somehow have you know low tolerance for the extremes of the equity uh, then these funds might be useful because uh, they will be relatively more stable they will not scare you you will not lose your sleep and uh, if you hold it for 3 years the tax bill will be very low at value research we believe in asset allocation everybody should have equity everybody should have debt and we don't believe we don't strongly believe that you know gold is not a great investment but we have been proved wrong in the last 10 years few years it does it does well so few years it does very poorly and overall it has done okay uh, but it has not been a huge dent and uh, definitely gold stands out when there is absolute calamity in the debt as well as uh, equity market 
So I would say that oh, it's all right to have, to have a little bit of gold, assuming that you know you're doing this. But you know you have a choice. You should be investing in equity and debt yourself, or you should be investing in these funds. I think you know if you being careful about your asset allocation, having a defined asset allocation and adhering to that will be a better better choice. But some of these funds are also very interesting. Consider three, four of them, which are proving to be, you know, very impressive by their tactical allocation to different asset classes, which has translated into a substantially higher return in the multi-asset category. Well, that's all we have for you in today's episode. Keep watching this space for more information. If you like the show, do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take care. Bye for now.